Welcome to the Money Mindset Podcast, where you will find the inspiration and motivation you need to manage your money better so you can stress less and live the life you want. Today, we are talking with Bobby Olson from the Sensible Chat Podcast, and we are going to talk to her about her favorite budgeting tips and how she paid off $50,000 in about two years. So she gives us some really great advice on how to budget your money better so that you can pay off your debt fast and work on that money mindset so that you can do it without being miserable. Uh, but before you, we jump into her interview, don't forget you can get your free Debt Snowball Starter Pack. So Debt Snowball Worksheet, Spreadsheet, Checklist, everything you need to get a jump start on your Debt Snowball. It is free and you can grab it at budgetsmadeeasy.com slash debt dash bundle. And I will link to it in the show notes as well. So welcome, Bobby. Hey, Bobby, thanks for being with us today. Thanks so much for having me, Ashley. Thanks for being here. And, you know, we've been talking, chatting so that my, uh, I can get my kids outside and have it be quiet for you <laughs> yeah. guys. So I feel like I've already learned so much about you. But, um, you know, for our listeners that um, haven't heard you before, I know you have a podcast too, but can you tell us um, just a little bit about yourself and kind of um, what you do to help people right now? Sure. Well, my name is Bobby Olson, and I am the host of the Sensible Chat podcast, and I'm also a budget coach. And so um, I'm really focused on helping people <laughs> with their money, obviously, um, for the podcast. We, we definitely say that we're committed to helping people learn positive money mindsets, destroy debt, reduce financial stress, and break the paycheck to paycheck cycle. So that's what we're focused on. That's awesome. And tell us a little bit about like, how did you get started with um, wanting to help people break the cycle of living paycheck to paycheck? Well, I, you know, I've lived paycheck to paycheck all my life. And <laughs> as most of us, you know, think mm -hmm. at least at a certain time in our lives, I, I always just thought it was normal. Um, it, but I spent, you know, my younger years, um, working in radio and actually my first job was for a, um, financial radio station and I, but I was just so bored with it, uh, that I didn't want to listen to any of the information. And so I went about my life and kind of got, kept getting sucked back into financial radio for some reason. I don't know why, I guess it was my calling. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, eventually I was, uh, producing a financial radio show, which I actually still am at this point. And, um, you know, we were just, we had had our own audio production company prior to that, me and my husband, and uh, it had failed. And so we were in a lot of debt. And so now I'm working this job, which should be my dream job because radio was what I was always passionate about, but I just hated it. Um, and I really wanted out. I wanted something more. Um, but we were so far in debt that I couldn't afford to take the pay cut. Mm -hmm. And I was just so frustrated. And it seemed like we were never getting ahead. We were paying everything on time, but, you know, and even paying a little bit on top of everything, but it just felt like we weren't getting anywhere. And so one day I actually ended up opening up one of the books that was sitting around my office because we were, you know, interviewing authors left and right for interviews mm -hmm. on this financial radio show. And so I opened up the book one day and she was talking about the debt snowball method. She didn't call it that, but I found out later that's what it was. Mm -hmm. And she, she explained how it worked. And I thought, 
no way could it be that easy. No way. (laughs) (laughs) And so I actually did it on paper from our situation, trying to prove her wrong. And I couldn't, I mean, it worked on paper. I thought, oh my, this is like a lifesaver. How could it be this easy? And I was so excited. I told my husband, we got to do this. And he's like, all right, cool. You know, whatever. Um, you just call it- <laughs> it's like, like my husband, he's like, yeah, whatever you want to do. Exactly. Yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> That's good. So, yeah. so I did it. We, you know, we went on this path and oh my gosh, it just changed our lives. And it was so easy. And it was so exciting to me that this could be done and just relieve my stress. And, and I, I finally had hope. That was the biggest thing. It gave mm-hmm. me hope so I could see the light at the end of the tunnel and which kept me going through the whole process. And so it was just such a huge life changer for me that I just wanted to scream it from the rooftops and say, Hey, you know, anybody else that's feeling this way, I can help you stop. It's look, it's this easy, you know? And so, yeah, that's where my passion to help others with it came from. That's awesome. So how much did you end up paying off? Uh, we paid off about, it would probably be, uh, you know, I, <laughs> I was so excited when we got started and everything. I'd never really looked at the numbers, but um, I would guess it was about $50,000. Wow. And how fast did you do that? It took us about two years. Wow. That's we really awesome. got serious. Yeah. Yeah. So. And so now you said your husband was like, sure, whatever, you know, was he um, like, how involved was he did, or did you have to like, kind of like drag him along? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I know I hear so many stories about mm-hmm. like, you know, people not being on the same page and everything we were, I mean, he was all for it, but it was like, okay, I'm all for whatever you're doing, but you take care of it, you know? Yeah. And so- <laughs> That sounds like my husband. (laughs) Yeah. Which in some ways is good because you're like, okay, I'm just going to create this budget. And if you're telling me you don't want to be a part of it, I'm not even going to ask your opinion. We don't have to fight about it. I'm just going to create it and you're going to follow it. That's why, Mm -hmm. you know? And he's like, okay, I'm good with that. You know, so (laughs) it works out in that way. And it's great. There's sometimes when I wish he was a little bit more involved because, you know, then it'd be like, it'd be less stress. Like he's always asking me, do we have money for this and that? Uh-huh. And I'm always like, oh gosh, I hate that question. You know, I mean, it's so much easier to answer now because I can just go to the budget, but I, I, it really took me a long time to quote train him for lack of a better word to just, you know, cause I kept having to say, just go and check the budget. Don't, don't ask mm-hmm. me that go and check the budget, you know? And so, but yeah, he's been totally on board with it. Very supportive. And uh, we've really worked together to make it happen. That's awesome. So what were some of the things that you did to pay off this debt? So you made, you know, that you used the debt snowball, it sounds like, and, you know, worked on a budget and everything, but what were kind of the, some of the practical steps that you did to make it go so fast? Yeah. Well, one of the things that I did, the biggest thing was I budgeted high for every bill and every expense. So I just took like the last, I looked at my electric bill and I said, what's the highest amount it's been in the last 12 months? Okay. 130 bucks. So that's what I budgeted every month, even though, you know, during the summer it would be half that. Mm -hmm. And so every time that that money came in under budget, I could save the difference towards, yeah, I could put the difference towards my debt snowball. Mm, Awesome. Yeah. And so that really worked for me in all my bills, all my expenses, you know, our grocery budget, whatever it was, if there was money there that didn't get used, it went towards our debt. That's awesome. And so did you, um, you know, track your spending like before, whenever you got started and were you like shocked about any category that was higher than you expected? (laughs) Yeah, we totally, well, we've always done that. We've always tracked our spending. 
Um, that was the one thing that we did even before we got on a formal budget because we were just always, you know, didn't want to be negative in our bank account. So we were always very good about that. And, and so it wasn't shocking, but it was just the biggest change that we had to make was like everybody else. It was the eating out. You uh -huh. know? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Same here. I'm still like struggle with it. I yeah. Just, it's just easy. <laughs> yeah. It's the biggest struggle for sure. And so that's what we had to rein in the most. And, you know, we knew it. We just didn't want to do it. But once we were able to get on a formal budget, the good news was this was the other thing that we did to um, really follow the budget and, you know, pay off things quickly is that instead of, because before we would just, we would pay the bills, pay everything that needed to be paid. And then the rest was our play money. And that was it. Mm -hmm. And so we changed it when we actually started budgeting to now we give ourselves an allowance. So every week we got a certain amount, but that was it. If there was extra money, quote unquote, laying around, no, it went to our debt snowball. It didn't go to our eating out or whatever. And so that was the other way that we curbed it and still had, so we could still, you know, go out once in a while here or there, but only if we stayed within our budgeted money for that purpose. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So did you um, do anything like um, cash envelopes or? Yeah. Um, I actually started with that because um, when I first made the budget, I didn't know about that. And then when I got really excited about making a budget and paying everything off, I found out from my mom, she, she lived, um, you know, across the country at the time. And so, you know, I wasn't right there next to her. So we weren't interacting every day. So I didn't know that somebody had given her financial peace university. And I was like, mom, why didn't you share this with me? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, so, and so one time when I was visiting her, she actually gave me the program. And so I, I went through that program and yeah, then found out about the cash envelope system. And I thought, wow, that was, that really, really helped us a lot to stay on target and especially in the beginning. But what I found out through the process was it was really great. The cash envelope system is a really great concept, but we kept like, we would go to the grocery store and they go, Oh, we forgot the cash because oh, we no. wouldn't carry it with us. We had it like in our, in our um, filing cabinet home, mm -hmm. we had all these envelopes filing because we didn't want to carry all this cash all the time. So yeah, we kept going places and we were like, we don't have the cash. What are we going to do? We drive home. Do we use a car? And it got really complicated for us in that position. So we, I, I was searching for, I'm like, there's got to be something where we can do this digitally, like a digital cash envelope system. Mm -hmm. And then I found YNAB, you need a budget. And that's what worked for me and just totally changed things because now we still do the quote cash, uh, the envelope system, but it's just digital instead of cash. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I've run into, I still run into that for certain things. Um, but I actually have like, um, cash envelope wallet. And so I just carry like certain categories with me all the time, like food. Um, but yeah, th it'll be like, I'll leave one here because I didn't, I don't want to carry that much cash and I don't need it right now. And then when I need it, I've forgot it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so annoying. Frustrating for us. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so how has your mindset changed since you started changing the way you budget and you've paid off your debt? Oh my gosh. I mean, it's like night and day. Um, I mean, the, the mindset changed for me as soon as I found the hope then it was like the world is my oyster. I mean, mm -hmm. I really bought into you can afford anything, just not necessarily everything. 
Mm-hmm. And so, ha- you know, having the freedom to decide what I really wanted and going for that, because I was raised with a poor mindset. I mean, I just, you're poor, you can't afford anything, and that's the way it's always going to be, period, end of story. And so when I finally figured out that that wasn't the case, it was just so freeing and so exciting. And, um, you know, discovering all these different tips and tricks on, on how to make it work just uh, really freed my mind. And, um, yeah, so, so the mindset just went from, um, you know, hopeless to hope. That's the biggest thing. And that's really what I try to um, help people with is get them to realize that there is hope and then everything else will follow. So that is, that's awesome. Um, what tips do you have for somebody that's wanting to pay off debt or manage their money better? Like what are some of your top tips? Well, the, the top one is, you know, the one that we talked about earlier, just budgeting high for everything so that you, you know, have that money all the time. It's kind of tricking yourself into saving, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term. And then, of course, the allowance that I mentioned, that's, that's been a really good one for us. Um, um, also, you know, budgeting low for your income. So if you have, you know, if your income varies, always budget low. Um, and I, I've found that that works on two levels because not only does it, you know, it just, it stops you from not having enough money. You know, if you have a budget in place, and your paycheck comes in lower than expected, then you're kind of freaking out. But if it's mm-hmm. always at least that amount, then higher is always gravy. Um, beyond that, let's see, what else have we done? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, we went, we didn't really, there, there's a lot of things that you always hear, like, you know, take your lunch to work and don't buy coffee out and everything. And we were already kind of doing that. Um, so those things didn't change for us, but really, uh, focusing on the goals because uh, getting out of debt, I mean, when you're trying to get out of debt, obviously that's your first priority. Um, and so just throw everything towards that, that you possibly can, but you also have to have a reason why, like, what do you want beyond that? Because if you don't, then, you know, it's easy to fall off the track and just say, forget it. I want what I want. And, you know, so I'm just gonna not, not get out of debt. And then of course you, you regret it later. Absolutely. Um, what are some things that you did to kind of stay motivated the, those two years? Really focused again on, well, for me, the biggest motivation was just knowing that when I finally got out of debt, I could decide whether I wanted to stay at this job or take another one. It was freedom for me. Uh, my biggest motivator was the freedom that was going to come out of it. And really that's been a motivator, you know, uh, for everything. And I, I mean, I really tell people that all the time. It's like, I mean, if you control your money, then you control your life. And I just felt so out of control over my whole life that that was the biggest thing I wanted to change. And so, yeah, really just focusing on how much freedom I could have if I just had the resources to decide how I was going to live my life. Mm-hmm. I always say that it gives you options. So like, Absolutely. if you want to quit your job, you know, your story is very similar to mine actually. And so, um, you know, I just always tell people that it just gives you options. Like, and it gives you, like you said, freedom, but it's like the freedom to make the choices that you want, whatever they are. Like it gives you that opportunity. So absolutely. That's great. Um, do you have any last words of wisdom or advice for somebody like just to get them to do it? Just 
get them moving. (laughs) (laughs) Just really focus on what it is that you want out of life. You know, I've decided, I mean, I've, of course you read this everywhere. It's not me that decided it, but I've really bought into the mindset that money is just a tool. It's just a resource. You know, there's all this shame around things and, Mm -hmm. you know, I I wish that I could just take that away from people because no matter what, you know, place you're in today, you can change it and it doesn't make you a bad person. We've all made financial mistakes. I mean, it's just the same thing as using a hammer wrong, you know? I mean, it's that simple. So I don't feel shame when I use a hammer wrong and I don't think anybody should feel shame when they, you know, use their money wrong. We all do that stuff and, you know, but wrong is relative. It's all about what you want out of life. And so if you can focus on what your goals and dreams are, then the budget is just a plan to help you reach that goal. And that's the the biggest reason that I tell people, you know, to budget and, and do spending plans and everything is because that's the best way that you're going to reach your goal and get what you want out of life. It's not about restricting what you do. It's about the freedom to choose in your life. That's awesome. Um, and I did not warn you of this. So, so you may have to think about it for a second, but I always ask people, what is their, their favorite nonfiction books? And you've probably heard that, you know, most millionaires read like one book a month or something like that. And so, you know, I always like to motivate people to um, find a book to just improve their lives and stop, you know, wasting so much time watching TV and things. So do you have (laughs) a favorite nonfiction book? I actually do. And I was prepared for that because I've been listening to your podcast. So I need to always ask that question. And so I thought a lot about it and I was like, gosh, I actually have three. So if you want hey, to indulge that's me good on three, too. <laughs> yeah. they all serve different purposes. For me, Why Nab, You Need a Budget was a book that changed my life because I had found the app but I couldn't figure out how to use it. I didn't understand the mindset behind it because it's different from really traditional budgeting. Their uh, mindset is that you can only budget money that you already have today in your account. And so for me, there's a difference now between budgeting and, and a spending plan because the budget is where your money is today that's in your account. The spending plan is a plan of what you're going to do with the money that is coming from your next paycheck. Oh, so, that's interesting. That's good. I didn't yeah. even know there was a book. Yeah. There <laughs> I mean, is heard a of book. the app, obviously, but I didn't know there was right. a book. <laughs> the book totally changed my life. And like I said, I could not figure out how to use the, the software or the app before I read the book. And when I read it, oh, it was like, hallelujah. I, I understand. <laughs> I get it. And it helped me really understand budgeting in a bigger, uh, like longer term than just month to month, because month to month budgeting kept tripping me up. You know, the oil changes that come up every Mm -hmm. quarter and things like that. I just kept forgetting the budget for them. And so YNAB really helped me focus on, you know, long-term budgeting, how to break it down and just, you know, there were so many wonderful tools in there. It changed my life. And I recommend that book to everybody, regardless of whether you're going to use their budgeting app or not. It just changes your mindset about money in my view. Oh, awesome. Um, Yeah. And then the second one is a book called End Financial Stress Now by Emily Guy Birkin. And I read this book a couple of years ago before I started the podcast. And when I started it, I reached out to her and she actually responded and I was so honored because I got to interview her for the podcast and gosh, her book is just, 
for any income level, because I was at the, you know, low income level. And so that's who I kind of target with my podcast. And her book is just so freeing for anybody at any level, because it's not about, you know, tips and tricks that you might only be able to do if you have this much money or that much money, whatever. No, it's about mindsets and strategies that just help you think differently about your money and figure out how to, it empowers you instead of being feeling like a victim about your money, like there's nothing you can do about it. It changes your mindset to what can I do about it regardless of what money I have or do not have. And I thought that was a fabulous tool. That's great. Yeah, that's, that's exactly, you know, what we're trying to do with this podcast and what you're doing with your podcast and everything. So I think that is awesome. I'll have to check that out. Oh, and what was the third one? Oh, and the third one is Budgeting 101 by Michelle Kagan. She's written uh, a ton of great books, but Budgeting 101 is, it's, it's like your toolbox. It really gives you specific uh, strategies, different methods, um, and really great tips and tricks for creating your budget and following your budget, getting out of debt, smart spending, all of that stuff. So I think that's Oh, that's great. Cause you know, there are different methods to do it. And what I try and tell people is just find what works for you. It may be a little bit of what I say, maybe a little bit of what Dave Ramsey says or what you say, (laughs) you know, it's really just finding a system that will work for you. Cause that's really all that matters is that it works for you and that it'll help you do it. (laughs) Exactly. Achieve your goal. There's no right or wrong way to do it. Yeah, I agree because Dave Ramsey, I love Dave Ramsey and, but there's so many people that are so willing to go gazelle like that. And then there's other people that just, you know, can't, I mean, I felt like I need a little bit of a slack in there. Otherwise Mm -hmm. I'm just going to, it's like a crash diet for me. I'm just not going to do it, you know? Right. And so, but yeah, I mean, whatever works for you is just, uh, that's fabulous. And let's go down that road and figure out what it is. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and everybody processes information different. Like, um, you know, I always recommend to have people write their budget down, especially at first, just because it ingrains it into your mind. But some people like spreadsheets, you know, some people like apps. So it's really just finding what works for you. So um, that's a great book as well. And just finding different, you know, researching different methods to see if there's something that, you know, you can take a little bit from each one and kind of put it together, make your own thing. Yeah. Um, so, uh, before we go, where can people find you and learn some more about you? Oh, they can go to my website at sensiblechat.com and that's sensible with a C. So it's like sense able sensiblechat.com. And we will link to it in the show notes as well. Are you, um, do you have a favorite social media platform? Are you on anything? Yeah, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram, and LinkedIn. So you Ooh, can find me all those places. Busy. <laughs> yeah, I love Instagram. I've just really, um, you know, I'm on Facebook all the time. And so I never really got into Instagram until maybe the last couple months, I think. But I really am enjoying Instagram. So wow. I, I just got on Instagram too at my husband's behest. He's like, you really got to get on Instagram. <laughs> I'm like, I'm still struggling with it because, you know, it's just so different and I don't have a lot of pictures and videos. So I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> I know that is hard. Cause then I'll be like, Oh, I want to post this, but I don't have a picture. So then I have to like try and figure out a picture to post with yeah. it, with what I want to say. But yeah, <laughs> I'm enjoying it though. And so, um, yes, go check awesome. you out on Instagram as well. So Um, and I will link to everything in the show notes, um, so that you can go to her website and check it out as well. Awesome. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thanks for being here.
Thank you. Thank you so much to Bobby for being with us today. And don't forget to go grab your debt snowball starter pack so that you can get started on paying off debt as well. Go to budgetsmadeeasy.com slash debt dash bundle. And I will link to it into the show notes as well. I will talk to you next week. Bye.